Podcasters, we're back and welcome to episode five of Modern Day Thoughts. It's your old pal Butts here. How are you going? Thanks for joining us yet again. I'm here with Bryce Fleming, but before we get on to Bryce, let's talk Fit and Fresh, our fantastic sponsor. They source locally grown whole foods. They cook it with chefs and stuff like that and make amazing, amazing meals for you to eat at your home. They outsource the cooking so you can get busy living. They are amazing products. We've been getting stuck into them uh, before we recorded the show. We've had some some Rogan Josh, some green curry and a frozen steak that Bryce didn't prepare properly. (laughs) (laughs) It's been delicious. I mean, if you haven't tried Fit and Fresh yet, you are absolutely kidding yourself. If you want to eat healthy but you just don't have the time to get everything done, jump onto their website right now. You can enter, even enter in the checkout uh, section. Enter MDT and you're going to get 10% off, maybe. We're not 100% sure if it's 10% yet, but let's just go and call it 10%. I'm sure Adrian will be happy with that. Uh, Fit and fresh, it's the best thing happening in the world today. It's almost better than the podcast, not quite, but it's pretty close. So jump onto Facebook, jump onto Instagram. If you've still got MySpace, they might be on there. Give them a search. Fit and fresh, it's the place to be. But let's get stuck into the podcast. Bryce Fleming, how you going? Good. How are you, Isaac? Oh, mate, I am just, I'm on fire after that fit and fresh. It was delicious. That was the best intro I think you've ever done. Mate, somebody stopped me. I've had, I've had a smoothie. I've had some, uh, some uh, fit and fresh. I've had, I've got a bottle of water. I've hired a pan. This has been a great (laughs) afternoon. (laughs) Now, what's it, mate? There's plenty happening with you. Before we jump in and introduce our guest, uh, you've you've got your book coming out. Oh, the book is out. Yep. Um, The book is out. The book is out, but I'm uh, in negotiations with a publisher at the moment. So it's going to be published in all the bookstores around Australia, New Zealand, and all that kind of jazz. So all good and bad bookstores. Absolutely, and everything in between. Very nice. Very nice. That's very exciting for me. We've got some shows coming up. Uh, we're at uh, next uh, Thursday night for Maitland Comedy Club. We're at the Premier Hotel, so jump along to the Premier next Thursday night at 8 o'clock. Uh, the 26th of November, we're at uh, Five Sawyers. So come along to Five Sawyers. It's going to be a great gig down there. And on the 9th of December, we've got some YouTube massive famous celebrity who know what's in the comedy world. We've got Gary Eck, uh, Daniel Towns and Neil Kovhatkar, who has got tens of millions of of uh, YouTube views. He is absolutely incredible and he'll be there on the 9th of December. But that's about it for me. So Bryce, please introduce a very special guest today. Thank you, Isaac. So today we have our very special guest, Erin Madison. And Erin, well, how long have we known each other for now? Uh, Hello, Erin. Hi. Hi, guys. Um, Thanks for coming to Pink Muscle. Um, Bryce, I probably... Probably even just since I've had the shop, is it? Maybe yeah, last, so a couple of years. Yeah, maybe the last two years since I've had the shop. So you did open Pink Muscle two years ago. Yes. And we're going to delve a little bit into that, obviously, and yep. what's coming up. Uh, well, with... Jack, what is Pink Muscle for those of you playing at home? Pink Muscle. It's an interesting name, isn't it's it? It's a very uh, risque name. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Pink Muscle is basically a, a female-targeted um, little... Family, I guess it's a it's a it's a bit of a place where women can come and feel safe about um, you know talking about their weight loss and, and training needs. But obviously, we have the health um, sports supplements. We have the smoothie bar, which is ever so popular. You Absolutely. Guys have what are we drinking right now? From that the is a, bar? that is the number one on the menu. That's the peanut butter cup. <laughs> I'll be back for the peanut butter. <laughs> Believe cup. it or not, Don't that's a healthy that. smoothie. I'm May- gonna live off it. It's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, What's in the peanut popular. butter cup? Um, it's a secret. <laughs> it's a secret. No, Fair it's enough. all very healthy. It's um, just a, a delicious scoop of protein and um, some water and ice and a little bit of peanut butter. So wow. It's, 
simple. Incredible. It's um, Yeah, so we've got the seminar room. We hold regular wellness seminars. Uh, Bryce has actually done a paleo talk here before, which was successful. Um, and we have cooking demonstrations and, um, yeah, all, all, all types of speakers come in. So we have uh, uh, Kylie Armstrong's done a few talks here on – she's a medical herbalist at, at um, Adamstown. Um, but yeah, we have you know anything female, anything girly. We we try and we try and cover it all. So so we should feel kind of honoured to be yes. here. I think. in the inner circle. Yeah, I know, in the inner circle. It's, 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 it's I actually side. get quite a bit that it's very intimidating for men to walk in here. It is. Well, it's just pink it's muscle pink. outside. It's all very everything's pink. pink. The walls are pink. Everything's pink. Pink. Yep. Yeah. Believe it or not, I hated the colour pink. And <laughs> yeah. I'm surrounded by it. So. I feel like I need to go <laughs> chuck on some fluoros just to feel like a man again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so we, we, we've walked in here to Pink Muscle and it is, it has a vibe around the town. We're at Derby Street in Newcastle. If you haven't been to Pink Muscle, come and visit uh, on, along Derby Street, right across the road from um, uh, Derby's Pies. Derby's Pies, which, conveniently. Uh, which thankfully <laughs> which... I spent a bit of time in there before I come in here. Um, a few pies, dollar pies, get stuck in those. They don't sell dollar pies. Anyway, we're not here to talk about pies. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's a, yeah, you're right. It is a very intimidating. But once girls get in here, I think that's, um, it's a very uh, productive thing for women who are trying to get into the fitness industry, do you think that uh, making it extremely woman or female focused, that is a way to just keep keep the men out, attract attract all the females in, and just really mould them into fitness based people or fitness minded yeah. people rather. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as you will know, there's Newcastle's you know got hundreds of supplement stores and and, and places where where anyone can go to or men can go to, but um, it, it is quite intimidating for most women to walk into those places. Um, and even myself, even before I opened the shop, you know, I was training for years and years and I was still quite intimidated to walk into one that I wasn't familiar with. You know, I'd only ever go to the one that I would know um, or, you know, I'd send someone else because um, generally, you know, I don't like to, to stereotype, but generally the people working in these shops are, are bigger, muscly Bodybuilders, yeah. mm -hmm. which, you know, when women walk in to talk about, you know, they've put on five kilos in the last couple of weeks because they've, you know, been you down in the dumps yeah. and they've been eating cupcakes or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, they're not going to want to talk to to men generally about something like that. So, um, but I get feedback every single day about how comfortable women are to come in here. So, yeah, it makes my day every time I hear it because that, that's purely the reason, one of the reasons why I wanted to do the, the whole muscle venture. Do you think um, because people are comfortable coming in and they, they obviously come back and they use your resources and your products, do you think that you can build a relationship with that person over a period of time and, you know, you would be able to help them to achieve their goals probably a lot better than a lot of other people would? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I often say to people, I'm half counsellor mm. slash, you know, advisor because people come in and and you'll be amazed that the stories that I get and how much women actually do open up to me being in this environment rather than you know like you know and and I, I get it you know every day um different girls with with issues and eating disorders and um you know depression issues but I mean not not saying it's just women that have these issues everyone has it but it, it would it would surprise you, um, and it actually even surprised me, how much people, complete strangers, open up to me mm. about that. And it's a really, really nice thing that I can obviously help them with, with those sorts of Do things. Do you think that's an issue in today's sort of society where people don't have that outlet to open up about 
things like mental illness yeah. or just things that are troubling uh, yeah, them at absolutely. all. Like back in the day, you might be able to go and talk about your problems or things that are worrying you maybe with your priest or something like that. But with, yeah. with today's society where, you know, people don't do that anymore, yeah. for good reason, um, you, you need someone to talk to and you're offering that to people who are not only trying to better themselves physically but yeah. also mentally as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think too, generally, because because I am a stranger, I think yeah. talk about talking to a priest, I am a stranger, it is easier for them to offload that sort of information to me rather mm. than someone that they know that they're going to judge. And and um, and I've heard it all. Like, yeah, right. And, and I <laughs> thought I, I knew... I had a pretty good understanding of women before I opened the shop. <laughs> and, I, yeah, I have learnt so much in the last two years um, just how completely different women are to men, just, to, you know, just in every way. Yeah. Um, in, you know, obviously, in, in obvious reasons, obvious ways, but um, just their thought pattern, their, um, yeah, yeah, so it, it's been such an eye-opener for me. Men are pretty simple creatures, really. So we just, simple. We just find something. It's like I've got this box and I need to put it over there. Yeah. And once I've done that were, and... Didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> I've got to pick it up and I've got to move yeah. it and that's my job. And if I've done that, it's, you know, I've got a pat on the back and I can yeah. then, then move on to the next job. Yeah. And then you speak to a, uh, oh, a lady about it and she's like, well, I've got to measure the box and I've got to pick the box up and then I've got to work out what colour the box goes and work right. out if the box has to go next to this other that's one. Right. And, and if it goes there, but what happens if it's... Yeah. Exactly. Analyse everything. Analyse everything. Well, as yeah. a feminist, I completely disagree. Um, I'm just totally kidding. <laughs> um, I'm not going to do feminist, feminist material, that might get me in a little bit of trouble, I think. Uh, but you haven't always been in the fitness industry. You did start off in no. uh, completely... But another a male-dominated industry as well. Yes. Has this been... Is this I've a, never thought of it that way, but yeah, you're well, right. There's there definitely a theme brewing here, yeah. isn't it? Following a trend. I've never thought of it that way. <laughs> yeah, you started off... I got sick of the men. Oh, so I jumped the fence. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So um, you started off in the building industry after you left, after you left school. But let's, let's go back. Let's go back. Are you from Newcastle originally? I am. I grew up um, in Newcastle. I'm from a little town out at Marks Point on the water uh-huh. there. Mum and Dad still live out there. Our, our family home, they've got a little nice, oh, well, a nice house on the water out there. So Lovely. I grew up there. Went to school around the corner at Marks Point Public School. Went to Swansea High. Yeah, and then just went from there. You went to I was school. never really like, you know, at school I was never one of those hated studying. I hated... I didn't overly love school. Mm. I loved art. I was always creative. I always, you know, wanted to just paint pictures and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know. I did really well at art at school, but other than that, I hated maths. I hated English. I hated history. I hated... But, yeah, a lot of people, I guess. Did you design a lot of the stuff in, in this shop here, in Pink Muscle? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So I, um, yeah, did a little... Because it was obviously just a shell, a really mm-hmm. ugly run-down shell. <laughs> Um, so I did a little design for it, and my brother, who is a carpenter, just was the lucky person who got to put up with me and do all the fit out. My brother and my dad, actually, so um, they did all the work for it. So yeah, it was. Um, so so tell us a bit about this design that you do. So yeah, it's kind of like I suppose being like an architect. Is that yep. is that fair to say? Yeah, exactly mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. Okay, and you did that uh, straight out of school, like you? I took oh pretty much yeah. I took it took twelve months off and worked. I um in a CD shop called Sound World back in the day. Awesome. What was the biggest selling CD? What year was that? Oh, that would have been 99, 2000. What was the biggest selling CD? Oh, Britney Spears was pretty big back then. Oh, right. Britney Spears, <laughs> Live. 
I can remember okay. ringing up a radio station in 2000. I was I would have been eight, and they ran, rang up and they had to pick the best song of 2000. And I think it was um, I think it was Silverchair. Oh, Silverchair were huge. Something yeah. year you 2000 yeah. or something. We yeah. rang we rang about that. I can remember yeah. that. But yeah, I know that was there. Actually, Ben from yeah. Silverchair worked at Soundlord for quite a. Did he? Yeah, right. They took their year off, and so Ben, and I thought that was the coolest thing yeah. ever. I got to work with one of the guys from Silverchair, and he's <laughs> actually a really, really nice guy. But, yeah, um, right. But yeah, so he worked, he worked there for a bit. But they, yeah. Are they? The, they're running something in town now, aren't they? They're doing um, the Edwards. Is that is that those guys? Yes, it is. It is. Yeah, it was quite a nice little uh, establishment. Establishment. Yes. <laughs> this, I would have called it a restaurant slash bar, but yeah, no. Yeah. If you haven't been to the Edwards, get in there. It's maybe we should go and check them out one time. Say good day. Let's. Well, let's do it. Them, yeah. Let's finish this podcast first. Yeah, just probably, probably. That's a good <laughs> idea. Calm, calm the fuck down. Right. It up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so music wasn't your passion. You wanted to move on, and you found yourself yeah. in the building game. Yeah. And you you went straight in the deep end. I did. I did. So I I, I studied. I did building design at Newcastle TAFE, and straight. After graduation, I went for a job with the Newcastle Building Company at the time. Their designers had just left. Somehow I fluked the interview, got the job, had no idea what I was doing. Basically became, there was two of us, but became the head designer. <laughs> and coming straight out of TAFE, you can imagine. Yeah. Mm. So I was running projects over to my TAFE teacher saying, help me, help me, what do I do? <laughs> so, And it's one of those typical scenarios, you just... Sink or Sink swim. Sink or swim. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, and you swam. from there, I swam. You swam, you swam very well. I Where swam. did that move? I did that for a couple of years and then I um, decided to go out on my own and started my own building uh, building design company and I just contracted to that, that building company that I worked for at the time, okay. Design mm-hmm. Built. Um, but then by doing that, I could then take on other jobs as well, like other building co- – I worked regularly with other building companies, regular developers – um, and just, you know, normal clients that wanted their houses done, their dream homes. And, and you won a few awards as well in that time. I did. I won, I think it was back in, I don't even know now, 2011? Yeah, I got a, um, a Women in Building Award through the Master Builders Association. Okay. Yeah, it's a so... It's bit of a big deal, isn't it, the Master Builders Association? Yeah, well, it is in the building industry. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Like, you, you have the um, HIA and you have the MBA, so they're the two, t- the two big building regulation mm. companies so yeah I was nominated for that award by one of my clients actually nominated me and I went for the all the interviews and and won it so that was so pretty two, exciting. In 2011 describe to us the sort of uh, the mix between the male and female in the building industry in that time. Yeah it, it's 100 like it's so male dominated and also I, I had you know I faced a lot of the um, the issues with that too because, you know, I'd be dealing with clients who a lot of the husbands or the males mm. in the family would be like, well, what would she know, you know? Yeah. And age too, I was only quite young too. So um, I was female, I was blonde, <laughs> which added to it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was young. So I did, you know, I, did, I just had to prove myself. And mm. I loved that about that job because I just found myself, you know, I'd, I'd go out of my way to prove myself. Were there any full-on moments, bad moments, where you <coughs> thought, oh, it's just too hard to break it as a female? I oh, there was plenty. There was plenty. You know, there was even, you know, you're talking about, um, you know, drawing up plans to build people's houses. Yeah. So build people's dream houses as well. So the slightest mistake, you know, you might get a, a slab plan wrong. So then, you know, or you might 
I remember one time, I shouldn't even talk about this, this is a mistake, but one time um, there was an issue with the garage door opening. Like, I think the actual, on the plans, it didn't say, you know, it, it wasn't big enough. So then when it come to putting the garage door in, it didn't fit. And then they had to, you know, so I just had, you know, I thought my whole world was going to end when that happened. Yeah. But they just cut some more room out of it and put the garage door in. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. back then when I was younger and, you know, I'm, I'm responsible for, for these massive yeah. projects. projects. And it's not that. It's people's, you know, it's, you know, hard-earned money that they've put all this money into building their dream home. And so, yeah, it was big responsibility. But, yeah. So you got to the top of your game in the building industry and then you said, nah. I'm going to make a big change. What was the was there a pivotal moment? Something that made you go, you know what, this isn't really what I want to keep doing. I mean, I know you still do it in some yeah. respect, but you wanted to make a bit, a bit of a change, a bit of an offshoot. I did um, back in 2012. I, um, I I I heavily got into training probably back in 2008. But then I, you know, as I as I progressed further, I did a couple of bodybuilding competitions, which took me, you know, to the next stage of fitness, I guess. But um. And then after that, the, the passion was obviously there for the, for the fitness and training and, and things like that. So I started a boot camp back in October of 2012 and I called it Sexy for Summer. Um, that was straight after I, I did my, my comps um, and it was such a huge success. I think, I, was, I think we had about 50 or 60 girls – or not girls, it was both actually, it was mixed – show up for the very first session. And I remember standing there and just all these herds of people up at Nobby's just walking over the hill. Wow. And that was probably, I'll never forget that moment, yeah. just because it was just that first session, you know, running the session and I sat down and I went through nutrition with them and they were all just there to listen. And I think that was when I realised um, how passionate I was about, you know, helping people more mm. than, you know, I, I did really well out of the bodybuilding comps, but it never ever had the same satisfaction as um, as it, this has had, like Pink Muscle has had or, or you know, just helping people achieve their, their weight loss and, and fitness goals. So I think that's when I decided. So then I ran the boot camp for quite a while. It was really successful. And then I just started thinking, you know, and I always had this Pink Muscle name in my head. I always liked, I'm going to, you know, didn't always have it in my head, but I had it in my head for quite a while. But... I never knew how I was going to use it, but then I thought, you know, maybe I should, there's nothing for females, maybe I should open a, a shop, you know, thinking it's just one of those crazy ideas that I have because mm. I have quite a few of them. <laughs> and I spoke about it with my partner and he's like, no, I think it's actually a good idea. And I thought, well, okay, well, if he thinks it's a good idea, maybe I should do it. So mm. I did it. And here <laughs> we are. And here yeah. we are. There you go. So what do you see for the future then, for, for not only Pink Muscle, but for being able to help uh, people in the masses? Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I just, like, there's still, I think there is so much I want to do and there's not enough time in the day. Well, there probably is. I probably just need to get off Facebook and everything else <laughs> that, that consumes my time. But um, there is still so much I, I want to do. Um, and and I guess it does, it, it, it does relate to, you know, to training people and it's just, you know... Um, teaching I want to help people um, achieve their goals but not only that I think since I've had the shop I've realized um, you know when it comes to the female population the the huge impact hormones and um, 
you know, things like that play in, in you know, when it comes to women in general and, and how they act, how they move, how they, you know, do anything. Mm-hmm. And that's such a huge passion of mine. So I think <clears throat> just recently, like more, more so recently, like when customers come in, I, I, you know, when they whinge about their symptoms at this and that, it, straight away you can tell it's all, you know, generally going to be hormonal balance, diet, you know, people aren't eating the right foods. Um, so I'm so passionate about that. So I'd like to, um, to you know, go into that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I, yeah, I just want to try and help people. Do you, do you run uh, boot camps and things like that still or you're not doing so much? Um, not really the boot camps. Um, coming into summer, we'll probably start, what we're going to start doing is Pink Muscle will run a, a free Saturday boot camp. Mm-hmm. Every Saturday we'll just get up there just... You know, just to get out in the sun and shits and giggles. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. But um, there's that. The, the, you know, the Newcastle's just overpopulated with training and boot camps, and you yep. know, I, I just don't even want to bother yeah. about. And, you know, I um, and I also work closely with La Somme, which is a female CrossFit gym in Newcastle. So we work to, we we do a lot together. So yep. anyone that comes in, you know, I try and encourage them to try that as well. So. When a, when a female comes in and she goes, listen, I want to get fit, I want to lose weight, I want to do this, what, what, are you, what is the biggest barrier you think that has stopped her from doing that in the past and has led her to come in uh, yeah. to your store? Okay, when, when it comes to females, there's a few different things and, and um, women are so emotional. Um, so, and... And as I said, as I touched on before, hormones play a massive role um, in that as well. So, um, yeah, there, there's a few different there's a few different things like we, we spoke about before we started about you know women are intimidated to go into a gym, mm. so then um, you know they might go running, but then you know they don't want to run with anyone, so like they don't have anyone to run with. So it's just that um, the consistency. Women struggle with the consistency more than anything, I think. Um, Whereas, um, but then, you know, and, and then you've got the other things as well as hormones and, and you know, they, they're wondering why they're eating a block of chocolate when they know it's not good for them, but they'll still eat a block of chocolate. And you can sit there mm. and you can say, you've got to stop eating chocolate and they're not going to stop eating chocolate. That's not limited <laughs> to females, I can assure you. Um, yeah. <laughs> but so. do, do, you, do you find that a lot of women are not, not scared, but very reluctant to do weight training? Yeah. And why do you think that is? And would you recommend any female listing to get stuck into that type of training? Okay. There's two things. And it would be something that I get at least every second day is women, one, don't want to do weight training because they don't want to get bulky. And another thing is they don't want to take protein powder because they don't want to get bulky. Neither of those two things are going to make them bulky. <laughs> and that's um, it's such a common perception that women have. Um, and two, like a lot of women are very intimidated by the gym floor because one, they don't know what they're doing. So they feel like everyone's watching them and they're going to be, you know, look like a fool. And, um, but weight training, hands down, weight training is the only thing that will change your body shape. You can do cardio all day, every day, and you'll get skinny, but there is nothing that, no cardio that will give you muscle tone really like you know what I mean like yeah there has to be a certain some sort of resistance training yeah there's got to be a, a certain amount of um, intensity to what it is you're doing yeah. to have an adaptive change absolutely um, yeah. on a hormonal level and a physiological level and yeah. 
Um, without that type of intensity, yeah, you're just not going to get no. the results that you're after in in not only body composition but yeah. also a lot of those other health, health generating reasons, factors. Of course. Absolutely. I mean, even myself, before I actually started weight training, I used to, you know, go to the forum and do my body attack class. I used to do it every afternoon. But I was never – I was just normal, I guess. Never really skinny or never – I was never overweight. But I didn't have any muscle definition. I didn't have any sort of – but I, it was just cardio pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until I started weight training and, and really, you know, giving it a go, lifting – like because you do see a lot of girls at the gym that – don't give it a go. Yeah. They might be weight training, but they really, you know, they're, they're doing reps and, you know, it's, it's, you can tell they should be lifting a bit heavier. Mm. But, um, but yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I'm all for weight training. But also, too, the, the intensity of it as well. Like, you need to do a mix of, you know, your, your high-intensity training and your weight training. So, a female won't get bulky if she's doing that type of weight training. Why is that? Okay, so... Unless a woman has a huge amount of testosterone, and obviously some women have more testosterone than others, um, it, it's it's so hard for a woman to build huge amounts of muscle anyway. So, um, you know, like even when I was back when I was doing my comps, and, and you have different body types as well. Like I'm, I'm a body type who doesn't build muscle easily um, because I don't obviously have very high testosterone levels. But, you know, I have girls that come into the shop and they go, oh, you know, I... I I can't squat anymore because my legs just get too big or I get too muscly. And I give me that problem because, you know, you, you see other girls at the gym and they work as hard as they can just to try and build a little bit of muscle. But, um, but unfortunately, we have estrogen, our little friend estrogen, um, which, yeah, yeah, and guys have testosterone, obviously, which is why they build muscle easier and why it's easier for them to stay leaner. That's why your boyfriend can sit there and eat two pizzas and you have a slice and, you know, you put on weight and he eats two pizzas and he gets skinnier. That's called testosterone. <laughs> I mustn't have any testosterone. So, <laughs> so, um, and that, I get that all the time too, you know. You know, girls will get into relationships, they've got new boyfriends and all of a sudden they put on all this weight because they're eating as much as their boyfriends are eating. So yeah. that's quite common as well. So there goes the age-old sort of idea that, you know, I get, get to finish off my girlfriend's meal when I go out for dinner. My favourite thing about having a get a meal and a half and every half. time you go out. Yeah. It's fantastic. Well, I don't usually share my meals very often. <laughs> I just pick at it yeah, just halfway yeah. through when I get anyway. Yeah. Especially if they're fit and fresh meals. Yeah, you get, that's you right. get through those. Yeah. I would go far as far to say, Bryce, that only if they're fit and fresh only. meals. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's all I eat, so I wouldn't be able to comment on anything else, mate, because they're a fantastic sponsor, fitandfresh.com.au. <laughs> Um, so talking about uh, meals and food prep as well, mm-hmm. you've got um, seminars and workshops coming up. Yep. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's the next one you've got coming up? Okay. So the next one we have coming up, well, we have a, um, we've got a, t- we have a talk on this Saturday with Kylie from Tonic and she's actually doing a really informative talk on food intolerances, which is going to be really interesting because I think it's about 45% of the population has a food intolerance these days. So... Um, and most people, one, they either don't know they have it, or two, they just know they have it and they just put up with it. Um, I actually have a lactose intolerant. I, I, I have no time for lactose. No, <laughs> no. It's a Jerry Seinfeld yeah. joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably funny when he said it. It was in 1996. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then, you know, coming into Christmas, we always have our, our annual um, healthy Christmas treat cooking demo. 
um, which is always a sellout. We run two of them. So basically, yeah, we, we teach everyone how to make healthy um, Christmas treats like your, or your favourite. Well, it's a rough time of the year for people who it are trying is, to watch their It is, and that's, that's the theme behind it as well. Mm. Um, make it easier for them. Yeah, yeah, definitely, especially Christmas Day. You know, we make a healthy cheesecake and healthy rumbles and um, healthy chocolate crackles and it sounds like we just do sweets, but um, <laughs> anything, you know, like, and, and, yeah, so it's always popular because, you know, girls love to eat chocolate, so yeah. if we can show them a way to eat a bit of a healthier yeah. version of it, it's, it's going to be better. Do you find, um, going back to the whole relationship building and mentoring, which mm-hmm. is what you seem to have just kind of um, fallen into yeah. with this role, do you find that when you do these workshops that you have a lot of the same people or are they a lot of uh, new people that come along each time? Um, it's probably 50-50, actually. Mm-hmm. You do have... You do have your regulars, obviously, that, mm-hmm. and you might even be making some of the same things, but they still come they along. They still love it, yeah. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, definitely, the Christmas one's always really popular. Um, we run them, you know, we might run five or six throughout the year, but, um, and we do an Easter one and a Christmas one, and, you know, we do different ones. We've done a paleo one before. Um, but yeah, we're probably about 50-50, mm-hmm. yeah, so, which is always good to get the new people to show what we do. And is this on your website? Can you... It's no? on our Facebook, Facebook page and yep. Instagram page. Okay, Facebook. Which, which are, of course... Pink Muscle Fitness on Instagram and then Pink Muscle on Facebook. Check that in your search And then like the... Uh, oh, well, on our website, we have um, a full range. I think there's about 30 or 40 recipes on there, so ones that we cook quite regularly. And you can buy stuff uh, On the website, Next Day Delivery. Yep. From Fastway Couriers. From Fastway Couriers, there you go. Well, I'm not sure if Plug. I'm going to say it, but there you go. Best Fastway, or best, oh, best Couriers in town. They Fair are again. great, If you're not using actually. Fastway, you're kidding yourself. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was doing some writing this afternoon, mm-hmm. and after I heard, uh, I was watching on TV or a YouTube video about, uh, about real women, mm-hmm. real women's body shapes. Mm. Now, I, my premise of the joke is, well, there's two types of people. There's real women, and then there's fat men. My point that I will get to in the, in the, in the, in the premise. <laughs> I'm lost. Is, yeah. Well, there's real, yeah. so yeah. women who are a little bit pudgy yeah, yeah. are classified as, real, as women. real women. Ridiculous. But men who are a bit pudgy are fat. Yeah. Is that unfair? I it's think it's totally unfair. totally unfair. <laughs> yeah. I totally agree. I think this whole real women um, status is, is ridiculous. Yeah, you're just a little it's bit ridiculous. fat. <laughs> like just change your diet a little bit, do some exercise, go to the gym and lift I some weights. I love the honesty. I love it. <laughs> well, it is true. Like, I mean, because if you if, if a guy said, "Oh no, I'm just a real man," well, no, you're not. <laughs> you're just a fat you're just man. Fat. Get over you know, it. that's that's a perfect example, and I say it all the time. And a lot of women actually get offended. I don't know if I should be talking like this on the podcast. A lot of women get offended. Is men ridicule each other, mm. and it's normal, mm. and they don't take offence to it, whereas women lie to each other and it's normal yeah. do you know what I mean because you can't say to your girlfriend geez you look fat in that because she won't speak to you for a week yeah. and whereas a guy could say it and it's like, do you know what yeah. I mean do you and want to be a fat piece of shit yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, what sure. I mean I'll just that's rest it on I mean. my stable table <laughs> and you know and that's just how guys could, I put something on Instagram the other day that caused all sorts of um, attention but um, it was you know guys communicate with each other by paying each other out and girls communicate with each other by lying to each other. And I don't mean, obviously, all girls lie to each other. Of course they don't. Mm. But, you know, if 
if I say to my girlfriend, do you think this makes me look fat? She's not going to say, yeah, it does. Of course. And, I mean, you know, you, you, surely you can sugarcoat it. Well, probably for these fat bitches, you shouldn't sugarcoat it. Sugarcoat it. Um, that's terrible. Sorry. Oh, Isaac. <laughs> that's the... Uh, See, that's the good thing about being a comedy. You can really you just can get away with anything. anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Of course I don't yeah. mean that. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll give away where you live in a second. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right <laughs> out somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, yeah, you, it's, it's sort of sugar-coated for females. Yeah. And I know a lot of women, and I, I don't like the whole feminist argument. I think, you know, if you're male or female, who gives a shit? You know, it just doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think, you know, if, you, if you're honest with people, people will respect you more. Totally. Uh, rather than just lying. As long mm. as people know... No, that's who you yeah. are. And say it in a nice way, like, you know, do I look fat? And that oh, probably doesn't suit you, mate. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, you know, or, or, or try and help them out. Give them a, give them a way to fit yeah. into it or if, whatever. I don't yeah. know. Being yeah. a male, I've got no, no idea with, um, yeah. with those type of things. Like but, yeah. that movie, wouldn't it be interesting just for one day to live... But you know the Jim Carrey movie that mm. you couldn't you couldn't lie was it Jim Carrey? Lie, lie, lie. Yeah, 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 that's the one. <laughs> Don't know why I didn't think of that. It's a very but, inventive title. But, but, yeah. <laughs> What's it about? But how um, how fun would it to live be live to live? Sorry, just for I one think, or two days. I think Jackie mm. Lampy's stuck in that movie constantly. <laughs> she just says whatever's on her mind. I would I would love that. <laughs> so do you think um, going back to the, uh, the the kind of real women and this title that's been developed now? Do you think that that is creating um, a uh, and make it okay for people to be unhealthy as well? It's almost like it's saying, well, if you're real, it's okay. Yeah, I I, th- I think it is to to a re- yeah to some regards um, because you know if, if they're saying you know real women are a size whatever you know but they are yeah. overweight, well. Well, then it's promoting. It's not healthy. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. You're, so There's going to be consequences for that course, somewhere along the line. Of course. Like, as I was saying before about um, the, I watched the Lorna Jane um, interview on 60 Minutes the other night and um, the reporter actually said, what are your thoughts on fat people? Mm. And I was shocked by the question, but Lorna's like, I don't have any thoughts on it. I don't consider them as fat people, but they're unhealthy. So why, you know, I'm not you know, going to condone it pretty much. So... Mm. Um, but yeah, and that's that's just the bottom line at the end of the day. Yeah. And coming from a very like I was a very very pudgy person in my in my youth. Well, we both I, were. Yeah, well, we were exactly. Both fluffy. fluffy. Very fluffy. fluffy. I was so it's a cute term of it. Extremely <laughs> fluffy. Uh, <laughs> but don't you think it's wax. nicer? Fluffy. Well, being fluffy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't heard that one before. That's no. more. That's more like gassy. But, but, but <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, this isn't going to be a popular opinion. But I think being fat as a child is very important because you like. I, Here we go. Yeah, I, yeah. I learned that it's not. You can't just rely on uh, what you look like to 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 um, uh, to get to know people or yeah. to have an impact on people or to express yourself. Mm. Uh, you, like I had to develop a mm, sense of humor a per- or, or a personality, <laughs> if you will, because otherwise I just would have been that fat dude. Yeah, and yeah. that's it, you know. And um, I, I think that's it's. You know, I'm not encouraging childhood yeah. obesity. You know, yeah. don't feed your kids heaps of chocolate. It's not the best idea. Uh, but I, you know, I, I grew up. I was heaps skinny. Like my brothers, I got four brothers, and they're all yeah. got six backs, and they're all yeah, right. running, running around like crazy people. And I was like that. And then I discovered Foxtel, and become mm. very sedentary. I can't say that word. You ever. can't. You every stuff week, it up every, every time. I used to sit maybe down a lot. Just, maybe you should just take that one out of your vocabulary. <laughs> it's not it. You mean out? It's not in there. <laughs> I used to sit a lot, as, as I've said on the podcast before. But yeah, so I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't be doing stand-up at the moment. I wouldn't mm. be working in a job where it's sales-based. Mm. I wouldn't be doing any of these type of things. I wouldn't be able to communicate, I don't think. But don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's other ways to, to get that. But that's that was my personal sort of journey. I mean... Well, this is, this is the... Um, and this, this is one of the themes that keeps coming back with this podcast is that, that we go through a crisis and... Um, almost like reinvent ourselves to better ourselves, you know. Yeah. And I think, you know, somewhere along the line people keep asking me, um, you know, what, what are you trying to achieve with this podcast? And I think that's it. It's helping yeah. people to find their yeah, why definitely. to better themselves as a person. Um, you know, with, with me as well, I, you know, I struggled um, obviously with my weight and, but it, that was one of the things that drove me into becoming the person I am today, mm. you know. Mm. And Erin, um, I think is it fair to say that with the, the building industry, uh, where you were with that, it just wasn't um, driving yeah. you. It wasn't fulfilling your yeah. needs at the time. So that's when you yeah, thought, absolutely. you know what, I'm going to draw a line in the sand. Yeah. I'm going to take the dive, take the plunge and just yeah. follow my dreams. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. If, if, if I'm a young lady sitting at home listening to this podcast, and I'm sure they there's will be because, of them out so many. because if they're not, they're mad. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm thinking, okay, I've got a little bit of weight to lose. You yeah. know, I want to get that summer bod, whatnot. What are some things I can do? Besides coming in to uh, yeah. to Pink Muscle and uh, asking many questions and uh, getting some supreme products, yeah. uh, what can I do? What can I cut out of my diet? What can I add to my training regime that's going to get me on the right path yeah. to, to achieving those goals? Okay, so you know, as we're told all the time, diet is everything, and eighty percent diet, twenty percent exercise. Totally true. You cannot um, out exercise a, a bad diet so you need to get that eating right and obviously the most important thing is just to eat real food which i think is mm. is a fit and fresh hashtag is it you know there's just and you know with with today's um lifestyle we're just eating all this processed food so um i know back you know when i was competing just as soon as you cut out even you know anything processed and just eating regular real food protein vegetables drinking water everything changes well in this year i cut out alcohol for six weeks and yeah, i couldn't that's believe boring it, though, isn't it? Oh, it sucked <laughs> yeah. i was because i was you working took it back every... up that didn't you no yeah because <laughs> i was doubled it <laughs> well i mean don't don't worry it'll help the bank balance but um yeah but yeah it was amazing like yeah. you know you just lose weight from just sort of hanging around and not consuming yeah. all, those, all that sugar. Yeah. Well, that's not even the sugar. I mean, it's obviously the sugar as well, but unfortunately with alcohol, it's probably the only substance, not only, but one of the only substances we put in our body that has zero benefit, yeah. like zero benefit. Mm. Nutrient-wise. Nutrient-wise, yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, sorry. Well, sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nutrient-wise. Um, it gets ugly only... people late. I mean, that's a big benefit. Yeah, that's, that's a benefit. true. <laughs> That probably outweighs the nutrition. <laughs> but, um, but, I mean, at the, at the same time, I, you know, obviously when I was competing I didn't drink, but now I still enjoy a glass of wine on the weekend, maybe one or two, maybe had a few on Melbourne Cup Day. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just all about balance and lifestyle. But once you, once you know, like me, I've been, you know, doing it for quite a while now, once you know what's in certain foods, it makes you look at them completely different. And you'd be the same too, Bryce. Like, yeah, abs absolutely. The paleo side of things. But not even that, just alcohol. Like, um, you know, I've done a bit of research on it and they say, you know, a standard drink slows the metabolism up to 70%. Yeah. 
So put the sugar and put the cal like empty calories aside. But when you mm. look at that, like what it does to your metabolism, that's when you start thinking this is more damage than anything. Yeah. And this is um, something that I've found over the years, um, you know, dealing with people and trying to encourage people with lifestyle change is that it's, it's the belief system that they have around the food or the exercise yeah. or whatever it is they want to do. Yeah. If, if they can strengthen the belief about why or what that, that actually does to you, yeah. Um, yeah. then that's how you get the breakthroughs. Yeah, you know, you can, you can tell people till the cows come home about what they should do, but yeah. until they actually really yeah. understand the why, yeah. you've just got no chance. Yeah. Um, and what I find that works very well is um, finding what people are passionate about mm. and then get them to understand how changing that lifestyle choice will allow them to achieve more of that passion. So, yeah. for example, let's take um, chocolate. You know, if I, if, uh, if I could show you that eating chocolate on a regular basis is not going to allow you to become the best salesperson that you're going to be, yeah, that's right. which is going to allow you to support yeah. your family and so on and so forth, yeah. people start weighing up the choices It needs to be dramatic, doesn't it? It like does, the, sometimes, The consequences yeah. need to be dramatic. Absolutely. And, yeah. again, it's that, that shift in mindset that's, um, that really drives people to where, where they actually really want to go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You found that too? Yeah, definitely, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And I think, and this is why, um, you know, over time that, that I've, I've got to know you, that I really, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to promote what you do and spend yeah. time kind of helping you build your, yeah. your branding because I know that's the belief that you have. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and that's the thing. I actually do pride myself on um, women coming here and they say, you know, I want to lose weight and they give me all these symptoms and I know... I know for a fact there's no fat burner under the sun that's going to shift any of that weight. So I won't sell them a fat burner. I'll say, look, you need to go home, you need to do this, go see, you know, someone like Kylie, for example, um, or a doctor or someone, need to sort your hormones out. There's other issues there um, that you need to fix because I don't feel comfortable selling a fat burner that is, you know, or, or anything or a protein or, you know, or whatever it is um, if it's really... You know, goes, I'm not here just to, to yeah. rip people off. It goes against your values. And, and you know yeah. what? It'd be good if I was here just to rip people off because I'd make a lot more money, but I just don't feel comfortable doing mm. it. I've actually noticed recently on Facebook, and you may have no knowledge of this product and price you either, mm. uh, some women who have had babies after school, they, they sell a product called their wraps. They're these body fat, fat loss wraps. Wraps. Have you seen them? Yeah, they're like they, glad, they glad wrap, and they put it around. They've, they've been around for a while. Have they? I'm pretty sure. I yeah. just, I, I, I am worried for young women who are it's trying crazy. to lose a bit of weight. That crazy. They're mm. going to buy into this pyramid scheme, which is basically what it is. We won't mention the product name, but they are just basically glad wrap that you wrap around your body. Yeah. Yeah. And what's what's a better way of dealing with it than, than wrapping glad wrap around your body? I mean, sure, you keep fresh. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, your microwave's safe, but surely that's another way of dealing with it. <laughs> um, don't have to wear a raincoat. Women are, women are so, um, especially too, after they've had a baby, they just, and it's not just after they have a baby, women want quick fixes. They don't want to wait. The amount of times that I have women come in here, have you got a pill that I can just take? And I said, if I had a pill that you could take, I'd be a rich woman because, yeah. and I'm going to invent one one day. Yep. <laughs> I will. I will, and it's on, it's now. <laughs> It's now on this podcast. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you're going to invent one. Yep. I will invent one because I would, I would be a Absolutely. rich woman if I could give you a pill and it made you thin. Well, I heard uh, a couple of weeks ago that they've just brought out an exercise pill. 
So this sounds interesting. Yeah. So what it does is it gives you all the endorphins and all the um, the feeling of that you've exercised without actually doing the exercise. Can you believe that? Look, it was on. Right. I think it was on one of the morning shows. Just pop one of them every morning. Yeah. Instead of going to the gym. Instead of going to the gym. So they've literally created a pill so that you can not go for a walk. Is that the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard? Yeah. And that was, I think the next episode after, or the next segment after that was the mobile hangover delivery service. This was a current affair, wasn't it? Oh, it was, it was, it was a morning show. I don't know. Affair. It could have been. I don't know. It was, a it was current like affair has these sorts of stories. Saturday morning. I don't normally oh, watch TV, but for some yeah. reason it was on. I just saw these, like, segment after segment. I'm just face-palming on what is going on. Uh, but, yeah, so they had a, uh, an alcohol recovery service. So they actually oh, did yeah. drip oh, yeah. in Sydney. You drive around, uh, like a nurse or something comes to your door. Hooks you up after a big night on the turfs. Oh yeah, and, just rehydrates uh, and just rehydrates you. you. So you're good to just go come again. Just a get... pink muscle, and I'll give you some yeah. BCAAs, and it does the same thing. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea, though. <laughs> like, how do I get shares sure, in this? I'm sure there'll be some athletes that would IV. I know, I know athletes. Athletes, yeah. yeah. I know a lot. No, no, hear me out. I know a lot of UFC fighters and boxers will, yeah. will use IV drips once they have to make weight. Yeah. Uh, to uh, reintroduce some fluid into their system or some water into this system. Yeah, but that's understandable. But, that, but what we're doing now is we're promoting um, not exercising because you can take a pill for that and it's quite okay now to go get hammered and get drunk because you can just, you know, treat the symptoms <laughs> yeah. the next day. You know, it's just... It's just dehydration. We're creating a, um, a culture yeah. that is... It's, it's almost like it's so ridiculously absurd. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny, you know. Mm. But people yeah. buy it. This is the thing. People buy it and there's a need for it and people spend millions of dollars researching this crap. So, yeah, right. Mm, I guess it just amazing. comes down to all just the marketing. There's a again, market, right? yeah. Market for everything. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just got to find a really good one. Make money yeah. off it. Well, that's that's a good one. Maybe maybe we should have thought of that. <laughs> but the thing about the Australian population, and, and we are a, a, a big drinking country. Yep. Um, yeah, Australians are drunk all the time. Yeah. So it's I'm probably drunk now. <laughs> 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 yeah, so yeah. But yeah, that's my uh, that's my next thing, my little diet pill. Little diet pill. Watch this space. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I think on that note. Well, yeah. Is, is there anything else? I think we've covered everything. Well, I don't think there's too much else. Nothing else that you want to talk about, muscle. Aaron? Nothing you want to promote before we go? No. I covered it. Think, I don't really like talking about myself, so no. Well, why don't, why don't we talk about pink muscle? Come on in to Pink Muscle on Derby Street, right across from Derby, Derby Pies. So if you know where the pies are, you probably need to come into Pink <laughs> yeah, Muscle. Yeah, that's right. Even more reason to come <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, it's all about choice. You can that's go it. one way or the other. Left or right. Have your pie and then come in for a healthy smoothie afterwards. <laughs> that was going to be my plan. Uh, <laughs> come and try the smoothies. They're, it's worth it's worth coming in just for the smoothies. And there's plenty of other stuff on offer in Pink Muscle on Derby Street. So, Erin Madison, thank you so much for joining us on thank you Modern very Day much. Thoughts. Make sure you jump on and subscribe to Modern Day Thoughts. Jump on the Pink Muscle website and the Facebook page and the Instagram page. Bryce Fleming, your book's coming out. Very book. exciting. The book is, the book out. is out. You, can, yeah, <laughs> you can pick it up from any of the Healing Wave centres at the moment. Or jump on Bryce's website. Or my website, drbrycefleming.com.au. And, and hopefully we'll get some in here because I spoke yes. to Alison about putting some in here. Oh, good. Them. Okay. So you're going to be a stockist. Yes. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. You can actually even yeah. pink one up. Pink, pink one, one up. up. You like that? Pink. Yeah. There's your marketing <laughs> sort of right Come That's pink fantastic. one up. <laughs> You can also buy it online. If you can't get the Pink Muscle, buy uh, Bryce's book online. I'm sure they've got a great uh, courier network that delivers them. Uh, so <laughs> um, that's it for Monday Thoughts. You can catch uh, you can catch me at uh, Five Soyers on the 26th of November. You can catch uh, me also at uh, the Premier Hotel 
on the 12th of November, which is next week. So come along to that. We've got, uh, I think, Matty B, the philosophical bogan. He's a Newcastle person. He's the headliner for those shows. And on the 9th of December uh, at the Foghorn Brew House. But Modern Day Thoughts, jump on and subscribe to that on iTunes and like us on Facebook, all those type of things. Thank you so much to Fit and Fresh. Get stuck into Fit and Fresh. Jump in the code in there, which is MDT. Jump on their website, uh, Get stuck into that, some of that, and do some other things. Enjoy yourself. Go to the gym. I don't know something. You're have rambling. A, have, a beer You're rambling. Me, have a beer for me on the weekend. Uh, Melbourne Cup, things like that, etc. Um, <laughs> next year. That's, yeah, it's been and gone. Uh, it'll, uh, no, the number nine will win next year. So that's the, don't worry about that. All right, thank you so much for joining us. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.